the Golfing Union of Ireland podcast. Hello and welcome along to the GUI podcast. Alan Kelly here with you for a very special Open Championship episode. Just a few months away, the Open and Royal Portrush this July will see the magnificent Causeway Coast become the spotlight of the sporting world, not just here in Ireland, but for a global television audience of half a billion people. It's almost 70 years since the Open was on these shores and preparations are at an advanced stage. Today, I'll be talking to Wendy Gallagher, owner of Causeway Coast Foodie Tours, about different things you can do around Portrush if you're there for the Open or indeed any time of the year. I'll also be joined by John McGrillan, the CEO of Tourism Northern Ireland, to chat about the impact of the Open for the North. And we get inside the ropes with Executive Director of Championships at the RNA, Johnny Cole Hamilton, who will give us his perspective on events at Portrush. But first, I'm delighted to welcome to the show a man who is central to the whole Open Championship project at Royal Portrush. He's Chairman of the Open Championship Committee for the Golf Club. John Bamber, good morning. How are you? Very well, very well this morning and uh, very much looking forward to 2019. How are preparations going for the Open? Well, I mean, in in real terms, I mean, the preparations have been going along uh, very efficiently. Um, We're absolutely uh, bang on track. And uh, uh, and obviously, you know, this has been um, five years in the making. So we have had that added advantage of uh, really, in a way, starting from scratch and with the RNA themselves being the uh, the masters at hosting this particular Open Championship each year, uh, yeah, they really know what they're doing and I feel very, very confident indeed. I've had a, a look at the blog on your website that your grand staff are, are uploading with pictures of bunkers being repaired <laughs> and sand going in. It's, it's incredibly detailed, the amount of work that's gone in. You're absolutely correct. The attention to detail uh, is really staggering and it is something that I have... Uh, been very very impressed by uh, nothing is left to chance uh, the just the whole setup of the links uh, the individual hole analysis the green analysis uh, it really is something that I'm very very proud to have been involved with and to a real learning experience I have to say your the 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 whole open championship is is sold out there's still some practice day tickets available what can people expect on on arriving into port Roche? what's the journey going to be like the flow of people uh, how's all that being managed yeah i mean it's it, it's a huge infrastructure task and uh, operational task and I mean, there has been translink in conjunction with the Causeway Coast and Glens Council uh, in conjunction with the PSNI and the RNA uh, they've all been bringing their experience and expertise to the table so that um, you know we again are very confident that those travelling whether they're travelling from Belfast Derry uh, or even further afield uh, day by day will have a very very smooth transition from either bus train or car to the front gates of Royal Portrush Golf Club. So the whole visitor experience is going to be something, in my mind, very special indeed, and uh, and that will be even, uh, you know, then taking to a new level once you enter uh, yeah. the event. It, it's going to be something that's quite magnificent, and the atmosphere, I, I believe, will be terrific. I have to say the, the the open championships that I've been to um the atmosphere is quite incredible and it's it's a golf event on a whole different level isn't it 
It, it is. And I mean, we've, we've probably all been to European tour events and uh, I don't in any way, uh, you know, undermine those whatsoever. But this, this is at a whole different level. This is a major championship and uh, really is there for any individual to experience. Uh, it's something very, very special. And, and I sometimes describe it as uh, akin to the likes of going to the Aviva Stadium uh, at Lansdowne and going to a Six Nations big international match. Uh, you know, that type of atmosphere, mm. everybody gets involved. And, uh, you know, we are all totally biased and hoping for a home winner as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Have any of the players been practicing there yet, uh, without giving any names away, of course? Well, I mean, we expect all of the top players are going to be at Royal Rush between now and the July tee-off uh, for the championship itself. We will all appreciate that many of the world's top players have uh, played Royal Rush indeed many times, uh, fronting up with our own Rory McIlroy, who has, uh, of course, held the previous championship course record, and uh, uh, let's hope we see more of that. But yes, the big names. Phil Mickelson has been at Royal Port Rush, um, and during the Irish Open Championship in 2012, many of the top players around the world were there. Of course. So I know everyone has uh, the word on everyone's lips is when will Tiger Woods appear? But um, we expect that uh, most of the top players will, uh, will, will turn up probably later in May into June uh, and then in the lead up to the championship itself. Very good. What plans have Royal Portrush in place to capitalise on this from a golf tourism perspective, John? Well, I mean, this is very much part of an ongoing process. I mean, uh, Royal Portrush, as nearly everyone is aware, is one of the world's, uh, it's one of Ireland's real jewels in the crown of, uh, you know, championship links golf. So Royal Portrush has very much been at the, uh, at the upper echelons of the world golf for many, many years. Uh, we see this more as providing a sort of a continuity and, uh, and really keeping Royal Portrush at the very uh, top table. Uh, we're delighted again that the, the anticipated sort of uh, put on this uh, Open Championship is that uh, we will go out live to roughly around 500 million houses around uh, 160 countries uh, you know, all over the world. So, you know, that's the sort of uh, marketing, that's the sort of advertising that Royal Port Rush will get from it. Uh, and, and we also hope that golf in Ireland as a whole will benefit hugely from the fact that it becomes a must-visit destination. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, with direct flights from Dublin now, for example, to the yeah. Far East as well, um, connectivity uh, across the island has increased uh, and improved dramatically. It's really something that we're, we're, we're all expecting is going to bring a, a, a real... I mean, a, yeah. I don't want to use an avalanche, but uh, certainly we, we do hope to see increased uh, tourism numbers uh, and that may not only be for golf. Uh, people will see uh, the beautiful shoreline, the, the scenery we have, and, and what I believe is a, a very sound infrastructure to, to now move around. So um, from that point of view, uh, there's a, a high expectation of uh, tourism improvement. 
What's your own role for the, the week of the championship? Do you get to take it easy and go out and watch the golf? <laughs> yes, it's, uh, it's something that many people have asked me and said, uh, what, what will exactly my role be uh, when we get to the week of the championship? Uh, it's, it's going to be full on. Um, I have had the benefit of being able to shadow some of the previous championship chairs uh, over the last few years so you you do get a flavor of that and um, it, it will really cover just about everything and anything that could or will happen during that week of the championship uh, I hope it will be a, a smooth success but there will be day-to-day engagement with all of the key stakeholders that being uh, from a, you know the RNA's point of view uh, the security point of view, the infrastructure point of view, mm-hmm. and uh, and I will be there and on hand to uh, to add and assist uh, on a local basis, on the Royal Portrush basis of being able to add value uh, and assistance on, on that on on that scale. But I will also be there to meet and greet. Um, again, there will be various uh, dignitaries coming. Uh, to the event and uh, it's 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 such a special occasion that uh, we we just don't know what might happen mm-hmm. and therefore i have to be available flexible uh, and what i will say very much looking forward to it john thank you for joining us on the show we'll hopefully talk to you again uh, before the open championship rolls into town on the 14th of july and uh, definitely afterwards to to get your feelings on the event as well there's john bamber the chairman of the open championship committee at royal portrush thank you very much something huge is coming something epic one of the greatest these shores have seen Our biggest ever sporting event will soon grace our Causeway Coast. The world's on its way to our land made for golf. They'll see the breathtaking arenas where we grow the game's greats. And an unrivaled welcome from big-hearted hosts. We've made our corner of the earth a giant of golf. Earned the world stage. And now is our chance. We're going to make the biggest event in our history the best in its history. It's going to be giant. Discover northernireland.com Giant indeed. Well, our next guest, Wendy Gallagher, runs a tour company that operates in Portrush and indeed all around the North Antrim coast area. I caught up with her and started off by asking what her business, the Causeway Coast Foodie Tours, does. So Causeway Coast Foodie Tours is my own company that I started back in 2016 um, during the Northern Ireland Year of Food and Drink. And the whole ethos of the company is to showcase the wonderful local food and drink produce that we have in the Causeway Coast and Glens area. So I actually offer visitors food tours by land, sea and river. And are you local to the area yourself? Absolutely. Born and bred um, on the Causeway Coast and very, very proud of it. Um, I've actually been working in tourism since age 11, to be honest, so all my life. And I've always really, really enjoyed um, seeing visitors come to our area and make the most of all the wonderful experiences that we do have on offer here in the Causeway Coast. So I'm very proud now to be working with a lot of business people that I've actually grown up with, people that I've, you know, worked with um, previously, 
and it's just been um, real eye-opening to be honest in terms of how the visitors are really, really enjoying our food scene here um, and it's something that I think we probably do need to, to drive forward even more. Yeah, there's a huge event coming up the Causeway Coast this year in July as the Open Championship rolls into town. There's a, there's a bit of a big event, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the excitement now, to be honest. I mean, we have been looking forward to this for so long, Alan. And really, now that two, or 2019 has arrived, I mean, you can just feel the buzz around the place. It's really, really fantastic. I mean, tourism here in the Causeway Coast and Glens um, has been growing, you know, year on year. Um you know, back in 2017, we had over a million visitors uh, to the area, and we're actually the busiest tourism area in Northern Ireland outside Belfast. But if you think about it, the Open is going to bring another sort of up to maybe 200,000 people to the destination mm. this summer alone. So you can imagine um, there's there's lots of feelings going on here, both in terms of excitement and thinking about you know the impact that that's going to have yeah. on the area. So it's it's a good year ahead. Well, the the Causeway Coast is a, a special place to visit any time of the year. But uh, what it what is. what can uh, you know? If there's a group of golfers uh, heading up mm-hmm. to the Causeway Coast to take in some of those uh, incredible golf courses they have up there. What sort of tours do you lay on? So one of the most popular ones um, that we've had golfers on actually is a tour that we do called Catch and See. It's fairly unique. Um, there's no one else in Northern Ireland running a tour like this. So basically, um, we have a very early start because we collect people at Portrush Harbour at sunrise. And the whole point of the tour is to go out on a sea fishing boat called Codway Lass mm-hmm. and we catch fish for our breakfast. So these trips can basically run from March to October time. And what we're looking for at that time of year is beautiful, fresh mackerel. And so uh, we're out in the boat for about a couple of hours. Uh, Everyone participates in the fishing. And then um, I suppose one of the best parts about the trip is you're seeing the sunrise over our spectacular coastline. Um, Lots of people have never had the opportunity Mm. to see the Causeway Coast from the sea. Mm. Honestly, just to see it from that perspective is so, so special. Um, We go right down as far as Dunlis Castle. And, I mean, we've had some really beautiful, iconic pictures being taken of the sun rising over the the turrets of Dunlis. And it's it's really, really lovely. Um, That sort of uh, works for golfers very, very well because it's an early start. Um, it doesn't affect playing time on yeah, the course yeah. at all. And to be honest, they enjoy the outdoors and they like something that they can actually engage in and participate in. Yeah. So that tour has been really, really popular. It's also really nice because it educates people on what you can find in the ocean here around the coast. Yeah. And then a lovely part of it is the fact that once you've caught your fish, which always does happen, I have to say, once you've caught your fish, We'll bring it back into the harbour and then it gets taken to a local restaurant where our chef prepares it and cooks it up for breakfast and pairs it with other fantastic local produce we have here, such as our wonderful um, Ursa Minor sourdough bread and beautiful Brockgammon Farm goat bacon. And it really, really is a treat. It it sounds like a... Freshest breakfast you'll ever eat in your life. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great way to blow the cobwebs off uh, before you go out oh, and absolutely. hit the golf course in the afternoon. Oh, it's absolutely. I mean, you're finished up just before 10 a.m. and you just feel so invigorated and energized and you just feel you can, can take on anything on the day. So I would like to think that brings a bit of good luck when they eventually get onto the course <laughs> if they've had the confidence that they can catch a fish. 
Um, I think they can tackle yeah. Royal Portrush with a bit more gusto. And certainly, I think, <laughs> and you're, you're going to see you're going to see Royal Portrush, and you're going to see Dunluce Castle from that unique perspective, which is out uh, on the sea. And um, Portrush is central, obviously, to to your business, and you you also do a taste of Portrush and the heart and soul of Portrush. What, what are they? Yes, these are lovely tours. These are tours that we have developed um, over the last couple of years, really, as a result of customer feedback. So a taste of Portrush is really an extension um, to Catch and See. Not everyone wants to get up at sunrise. No. <laughs> so this trip actually uh, lets people go out for an afternoon sea fishing trip. Mm. And what's lovely about that one is is that we actually um, collect a lobster pot as well as the fishing. Okay. We have an amazing um, seafood restaurant in Portrush called Ocho Tapas. The chef that runs it is a fantastic girl called Trudy Brawley. She grew up in Portrush. Her dad was a fisherman, and she has a huge talent of, of working with fish as well as everything else. So Trudy is there waiting at Ocho Tapas for us. And then when we come in off the boat, we bring her our catch, um, mm. including hopefully a lobster. Yeah. And then um, she takes us through how to cook our own paella and, of course, um, a wee bit of sangria as well, just because we've been thirsty after all that hard work. Sounds, and sounds again, really nice. It's lovely. I mean, guests really do enjoy that because, again, they can take part. Um, they have a sense of pride. They have a sense of motivation, especially when, you know, they have had their own catch to bring to Trudy. And it's always really fun. You work in pairs to make the paella. Mm. And uh, it's quite funny to see the, the, who's, who's the most competitive couple <laughs> in the room. <laughs> and of course, whenever the paella is produced, you can imagine yeah. how beautiful it is yeah, um, yeah. with all those gorgeous fresh ingredients. Lovely. Heart and Soul of Portrush was a new tour we just introduced last year, and it proved so popular that we're bringing it back again for 2019. And that will be lovely for visitors to Portrush this year as well, because it really brings you into the centre of the town, mm. and it talks through the whole story of the great food and drink that we do have in Portrush. We've got a little um, microbrewery called Lakata, mm-hmm. who have been winning countless awards, including um, Blasna Heron Awards. And we can go to their brewery. We can actually see the whole process of how the beer is made and obviously have a tasting. We then go down to Ocho Tapas to get our beautiful fish dish. We go to a local hotel who have a fantastic chef at Portrush Atlantic Hotel, and their chef really... Um, aims to showcase all the local producers so we'd have a locally produced dish there mm. we have award-winning Morelli's ice cream because you can't come to Port Rush and not have Morelli's <laughs> ice cream and then we finish off at the fantastic Kiwis um, it's a great wee bar right in the centre of Port Rush great hospitality great atmosphere and we finish off there obviously with a fantastic Bushmills whiskey cocktail and that's a walking tour um, it's in the evening um, it brings people together, you know, from all sort of ages and stages. Yeah. And it's just a, a really good night for a bit of crack and really getting into the heart of Portrush. And it's one really that we're very proud to have brought back again. We enjoy it as much as yeah. the guests. So yeah. it's great to have it back in the portfolio. It's uh, It certainly sounds like there's a lot of things to do in Portrush and your golfers and people going to the open and anyone in that area generally. You're not going to be stuck mm-hmm. for something to do. Just before I let you no. go, Wendy, um, what is the Super Spud Tour? The Super Spud Tour. Oh my goodness, you will have to come on this. This is one of the most iconic ones. So I don't know if you know, we've got a lot of food heritage and history in the Causeway Coast and Glens. And uh, one of our most famous um, past residents was a gentleman called John Clark. He was mm. also known as the Potato Wizard. 
Okay. And John was a real pioneer in his time for um, breeding potatoes. And he actually created, one of the strains he would have created would have been the Morris Piper. Okay. So John is celebrated every year on the Causeway Coast, up at the Giants Causeway, with his own um, potato festival. Uh, so the Randocks Northern Ireland Potato Festival takes place, um, it's going to be on the 9th of March this year. Okay. And it's a true celebration of all our fantastic potato growers in the area. And obviously John's story, because without John Clark, I can assure you we wouldn't have had as many potato varieties as we do <laughs> present day. So the Super Stud Tour is part of the Randocks Northern Ireland Potato Festival. Yeah. And we take people out around, uh, we meet growers, um, we go to Glens of Antrim Potatoes um, to see the whole process of potatoes coming from the farms yeah. and then ending up you know, in the shop. So yeah. it's a real journey about the history of the potato, and uh, obviously we get to sample lots of yummy potato dishes as well. Well, that sounds... So if you're ever uh, on the Causeway Coast, you must come to the potato <laughs> festival. It's a must. It's, cer- <laughs> it's, cer- it's certainly unique, I'll give you that. That's uh, It's unique, yes. <laughs> certainly well, well worth a visit. Um, Wendy, we thank like you. We call uh, it the, the mighty, not the humble spots. <laughs> well, Wendy, <laughs> how, how can people find out more about what you do? Certainly, thank you. So I have a website. Um, it's www.causewaycoastfoodietours.com. Um, all the tours um, can be viewed. Details of each can be viewed on the website. And then if you do wish to book, you can book direct on the website. Or if you want to give me a call or an email, um, the details are on there as well. But I would have to just end by saying is that, you know, as a business owner in the area, I'm absolutely thrilled that we're getting to host this spectacular, um, the open event. And, you know, certainly from my perspective, as a very small business. I mean, um, the fact that we're hosting that event has really started to bring me more business already, which is yeah. just absolutely fantastic. And I have no doubt the legacy that it will leave behind will be with us for many years to come. So um, I certainly welcome the open with open arms. Brilliant. And uh, can't wait to well, see everyone arriving and the, the course getting set up. It's exciting times. Well, I, I can't wait to get up there either. I'm looking forward to the week in itself. Wendy Gallagher from Causeway Coast Foodie Tours. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Alan. Take care. Our next guest is the CEO of Tourism Northern Ireland, John McGrillan, and I started off by asking him how tourism was generally in Northern Ireland. Um, well, tourism in Northern Ireland is, is performing extremely well. Um, we have had record years over the last five years. Uh, we anticipate 2018 was a record year as well. Um, we've got an industry now worth probably got to a billion pounds. Um, so it's probably fair to say that tourism here I think reflects the trend that has been seen you know, on, on all other parts of the island. The island of Ireland collectively is performing very well from a tourism perspective. And what are the most popular activities in Northern Ireland? The likes of Titanic still popular at Giants Causeway? Yeah, um, Titanic last year I think had its 5 million visitor. So that's a... That's a oh, wow. You know, it's, it's, it's only really been open for six years, so it's getting over three quarters of a million people every year. Giants Causeway has got a million people coming every year. Um, like probably more people than we can cope with at this point. Uh, Belfast remains uh, a very vibrant um, city destination break. Mm. Um, you know, we've seen record uh, room sales in Belfast. You know, we've seen, I think, an additional million rooms sold last year over and above the previous year. Um, we've seen six new hotels open in the last 12 months. 
So, yeah, Belfast is doing extremely well. And, of course, uh, golf, you know, would be one of our significant sectors as well. And where, where does golf sit in terms of importance? How, how big is it uh, for, for tourism in Northern Ireland? Well, golf, I would imagine, uh, accounts for about 5% of the total spend by, by visitors um, in, in Northern Ireland. Um, and we think there is still significant potential for growth in, in the sector. Um, I suppose we are a little bit more limited than than our colleagues in the Republic in that we don't have the same number of you know, uh, golf resorts, uh, so we are a little bit more dependent upon the um, the links courses and, and the clubs that, that we work with to make sure that we have tee times available to the, the, the visitors who come yeah. here. But uh, my team here are doing quite a little quite a lot of work, you know, to um, make clubs aware of the fact that. You know, tourists are an asset to them as well. They are a very important source of income, you know, yeah. for for golf clubs. Some of whom find it difficult to generate income yeah. at this point. Uh, so it's in, it's important to us in terms of visitor economy, but it is also a very useful means by which golf clubs can sustain themselves and other. Yeah the purposes of their members in the longer term I mean obviously it's it's great to have the likes of Royal County Down and Royal Port Rush um, but it's yeah. it's about driving those visitors out into into the other golf courses around Northern Ireland isn't it yes and you know we've seen golf courses see the benefit of that I mean if I look to our glass for example very good example who, uh, of a club which has benefited from the attraction of uh, that Royal County Down is mm-hmm. you know sitting you know 14 15 miles away it's allowed them to bring in more visitor numbers, it's allowed them to put up their green fees for visitors. Importantly that if you're a GUI member, you get a very significantly discounted rate. So mm. you know they're not charging locals the same rate that they would charge uh the uh the US or, or, yeah. or, or foreign visitor. Um so those clubs have done well. Castle Rock, you know, has also benefited from the success of Port Rush and yeah. Port Stewart. Yeah. And I would imagine some of the other courses in and around you know, North Donegal will have benefited from that as well. Absolutely. The Open at Portrush uh, this July, you're looking forward to it? Oh, absolutely, yes. Uh, both from a professional and a personal <laughs> and a sporting point of view, yeah. I'm looking forward to it, yeah. Um, the Open itself uh, is, is massive for the, the North Antrim coast and the Causeway coast. Um, what's the projected sort of upswing in, in golf tourism and, and what benefit, I suppose, economically is the Open going to have in the area? Well, it's, 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 I would say it's a big deal for uh, Northern Ireland as a whole. Um, you know, in terms of where people are going to come and where they're going to stay, you know, that, that will you know, go right into Belfast, places like Palomina, uh, Derry, uh, will no doubt cross the border into places like Donegal, uh, so, you know, the whole northern part of the island, I think, will benefit from it uh, directly, immediately, economically. In the longer term, it allows us to showcase Northern Ireland as, uh, you know, as, a, as a golf resort to, to, the, to, to the rest of the world. Um, I think the Open will benefit from the incredible scenery that it will, they will be able to project on that particular course. I think it's quite unique in terms of the scenery that sits all around it. So... It's a showcase for Northern Ireland. It's probably, I would also argue, a showcase for golf on the island of Ireland uh, globally. 
I think the uh, the the scenery that's going to be beamed around the world uh, is 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 priceless in terms of the the value that it'll add and it'll show off Northern Ireland at its absolute finest. Um, it's, it's probably uh, we we know the answer to this question. Would you like to have the Open return to Portrush or to Northern Ireland in the next decade? Well, we would, and I mean our full expectation is that it will. Um, the deal that has been done with the RNA is that you know we will expect it to return at least a, another. Uh, two occasions over the next uh, 20 odd years. Um, certainly, I think the expectation of the RNA is that this will be one of the best opens that they will have ever had uh, in terms of the quality of the course. Um, it's the first open ever that sold out, so you know they're going to have massive crowds on every day uh, at Royal Port Rush. And you know, if it delivers on the expectation. I don't see any reason why you know they would want not want to come back sooner rather than later. Absolutely. John McGrillan, Chief Executive of Tourism NI, thanks for joining us. Well, one man that will know the Causeway Coast very well by the time the Open concludes on Sunday, the 21st of July, will be Johnny Cole Hamilton. He's the Executive Director of Championships at the RNA. Johnny, you're welcome to the show. What exactly is your role? Yes, so I'm the Executive Director of Championships at the RNA, so... It's my role to um, implement and deliver our professional championships, which obviously includes the Open Championship. So that's the, all the staging operational uh, ele- uh, elements to it and basically bringing the, the whole jigsaw to life and putting the show on. Of course, it's uh, been uh, a long time since the Open Championship was on uh, the, the shores of the, the North Antrim coast there in Port Rush. What are your thoughts about coming back there? Oh, well, <clears throat> myself and the, all my colleagues at the RNA and uh, indeed all the contractors and uh, volunteers we work with are extremely excited about coming back. As you say, it's 1951, nearly 70 years since we were last at Royal Port Rush. And, you know, it's it's going to be an incredible event. We we, we can't wait. You know, we've <clears throat> it's really exciting for us to work at a venue we have not worked at for a long, long time. It, it has challenges, but um, it's, it's going to be a really exciting return and it's really been embraced by everybody on the island of Ireland and around the world. It's fantastic. I think uh, Port Rush itself has changed a lot in those 70 years. Are there any specific challenges that you've had to overcome in, in, in coming back to Port Rush? I mean, you'd obviously be familiar with every other venue on the calendar, on the roster. Um, but coming back to Port Rush, um, you know, what, what surprises has, has it thrown up for you? Yes, yeah, so, I mean, there's, there's a lot we've had to do uh, with great cooperation from, I must say, Royal Port Rush. Um, and Causeway Glen's local authorities and Tourism Northern Ireland has been a huge amount of support we've received. But, you know, we've had to, with the blessing of the members of Royal Port Rush, you know, significantly make some alterations to the golf course. Some of the things I can think of, um, you know, we've removed the old 17th and 18th holes to make way for our spectator village mm. and created that. So we've also we've added holes um on the old valley course we've built two new holes with mackenzie ebert has uh, designed and built two new holes which are going to be spectacular and that will be now played as the seventh and eighth holes on the open championship mm. course and has really strengthened the golf course and they're, they're wonderful two new holes that look like they've been there forever we've built a player's tunnel underneath the ground which will take players from the new eighth green uh, to the ninth tee, 
which was quite an exercise and a real feat of engineering, but we've that's now in position and ready to use, and that will be an amazing feature. We've built a whole new road system to deal with all of our service vehicles to help us uh, deliver the Open Championship around the golf course. We've done significant work to allow the spectators to get around the golf course in a free and uh, you know safe way. Uh, and there's many, many other things, but those would be the main things. But some of the challenges, I mean, clearly, like the rest of the country, Brexit and the uncertainty around what the final situation is going mm. to be is obviously something we're closely monitoring and working with all our contractors and partners on. You know, this is my, this will be my 20th Open Championship, and I've never had to deal with a body of water to get our infrastructure across. So logistically, that is obviously challenging us, but you know we're coping very well with that. Again, with a lot of support from yeah. various partners and the ferry companies. So the overriding feeling I get, Alan, is that everybody is just so excited about what will be. The biggest sporting event in Northern Ireland, yeah. one of the world's greatest sport yeah. events coming. That they're doing everything they can to support the process, and so it's been a very smooth and uh, enjoyable experience of planning so far. Yeah, I mean, you just have to look at Royal Portrush Golf Club's website, and there's a, a blog up there, and the the ground staff are posting up uh, what seems like uh, all the you know all the work they're doing, all the little improvements <coughs> they're 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 making, and. You know, talking about contractors coming in and laying cables and fiber and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's mm-hmm. you know the excitement is kind of starting to build. So I'd I'd suggest anyone who wants to sort of get a a sort of a better idea of what preparation is going in, just go into the Royal Portrush website and have a look. Um, inside the ropes, Johnny. Uh, uh, you know, what should s- spectators and the TV audience expect to see in terms of setup? Or are there any changes or modifications planned to the the current layout? Yeah, so as I expressed earlier, we've obviously created uh, two new holes. What will be the Open Mm -hmm. Championship 7th and 8th holes, which were built on the Valley course. That that has allowed us to finish at the club's, uh, was the 16th hole, will now be the 18th hole. Mm -hmm. So we've changed the layout that way. We are hugely excited about the test of golf that is awaiting the world's best players. You know, what the spectators will see is the world's very best players playing in one of the biggest sporting events in the world, certainly the biggest event Northern Ireland has ever hosted on one of the world's truly great golf courses. That's what spectators and television audiences will see. It's uh, it's not a small operation, the Open Championship. I've been to quite a few of them myself, and I, I can see what goes on behind the scenes. How many staff are you going to have on the ground in Portrush? Yeah, I mean, so as you say, it's not a it's not a small exercise. It's a big logistical exercise, and we have an enormous amount of assistance to help us bring it to fruition. You know, we've got government, we've got local authority, we've got the members of Portrush, the golf club, the green staff, and then at the open itself, we can have anything up to six thousand five hundred staff and volunteers you wow. Know, wow. Work, working in the catering area, working on the golf course marshalling, uh, you know, working as voluntary volunteer mm. ambassadors to, you know, inform the public. And the list goes on. But yeah, around mm. all the contractors, we have about 150 contracted companies, about 6,500 people as well as ourselves help bring this show to town. What's your own role like during the championship? You know, when do you arrive on site and how long are your days? 
Yeah, so I mean, I have the great privilege of uh, working. I have a team of around 23 people and working with the other departments in our business. Uh, you know, my, I've been working at Portrush now for three, four years, and I am there most weeks. Certainly somebody from my team is there every yeah. single week. I would arrive myself for the full duration, about two weeks before we start. Okay. Um, they are long days, but, you know, I would never try and hide anything apart from it being a real privilege. You know, I've loved the Open my whole life. I've loved golf my whole life. So, you know, to be in a job that um, has me that ingrained into one of the world's great sporting events is a real privilege. So the long days are of no consequence really at all. It's, a, it's an honour, to be honest with you. You you say you've been involved in the in the Open Championship for about 20 years. What are your favourite yeah. memories of those 20 years? What are the standout moments? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, even before I started here, I think when my, my standout Open was in, in 1984 when I was about 14 years of age. I followed every shot Tom Watson hit here in St Andrews as a young teenager. Mm when I was able to run ahead of the crowd and get to the front and watch them hit every single shot over those 72 holes. And, you know, I've tried to get to every open since that moment and joined the RNA in 1999, um, working on the Open Championship. And, I've, you know, I've got so many, so many memories. I mean, watching Tiger Woods uh, establishing himself as one of our great champions, mm. I remember one night at St Andrews in about 2000, I was sitting in the grandstand late at night with a colleague, just the two of us in the practice ground grandstand, and Tiger came out to hit some balls quite late at night, and the two of us just watched, you know, a master at work. Um, you know, I've seen so many players come through the Walker Cup and the amateur, you know, such as Rory, mm -hmm. um, Jordan Spieth, Dustin Johnson, I've seen them play in Walker Cups and then go on to be the world's greatest mm -hmm. golfers. Uh, you know, I think watching Darren Clark winning at St. George's was a real special memory as well, given how many yeah. Opens I've seen him challenging in and to have him as a member at Royal Portrush and so passionate about the place, so excited about uh, how big this is going to be for Northern Ireland is, yeah. you know, a real highlight as well. Yeah. It's been, honestly, Alan, it's been a real privilege to have this front row seat at the Open Championship, and it's been a real privilege. It really has. Well, I'm sure whatever the outcome in July at Royal Portrush, there will be many more memories conjured up for uh, young golfers and uh, spectators alike. Johnny Cole Hamilton, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Something huge is coming. Something epic. One of the greatest these shores have seen. Our biggest ever sporting event will soon grace our causeway coast. The world's on its way to our land made for golf. They'll see the breathtaking arenas where we grow the game's greats and an unrivaled welcome from big-hearted hosts. We've made our corner of the earth a giant of golf, earned the world stage, and now is our chance. We're going to make the biggest event in our history the best in its history. It's going to be giant.
DiscoverNorthernIreland.com Well, that's it. The 148th Open. Royal Portrush from the 14th to the 21st of July. And while tickets for Championship Days are sold out, don't forget you can still get practice day tickets and indeed hospitality options from the official website, theopen.com. For more information on activities and indeed travel information, including accommodation and restaurants in the Portrush and Causeway Coast areas, check out discovernorthernireland.com. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. The Golfing Union of Ireland podcast. This episode of the GOI podcast was brought to you in conjunction with Tourism Northern Ireland and was hosted and produced by Alan Kelly.